I'm Shane Wilson. Brian Copney. Mike Frost. And we're trying not to get sued. Okay, guys, we've had quite a bit of time off. You know, vacations and work, it's tough. You know, the summertime, everybody's doing something. A lot of stuff's happened while we've been on vacation and working. So, uh, but I think the first thing I kind of want to touch on is the Supreme Court decision on Roe versus Wade and what goes into that. Also, people's, they're mistaken about what it means, overturning of Roe versus Wade. They think that now abortion's illegal and you can't get abortions, and that's not what it is. It basically just turned the power of the laws for abortion over to you know, state. individual states to be a state-by-state state type of deal. Before we get into this, and we were talking earlier, a lot of dudes, if you're like me, if you're no, if you're normal-ass dude, Roe v. Wade is not really in your wheelhouse. So you, maybe you haven't paid attention to really what it was, so I'm going to read this to you. Roe v. Wade was a landmark decision of the Supreme, U.S. Supreme Court in which the court ruled that the Constitution of the United States conferred the right to choose to have an, an abortion. The decision struck down many federal and state abortion laws and fueled an ongoing abortion debate in the United States. Now, now the federal government has kind of, kind of backpedaled a little bit. And I think uh, Shane said it best. Uh, initially, the government was set up where the states governed and the federal government was basically just for protection to make sure the British or the English or whoever didn't try to come in and take our shit. Yeah, to kind of protect our best interests worldwide. So now, I mean, initially the government, I'll, I'll say it, they kind of overstepped their bounds a little bit. But now the states are allowed to call what's good and what's not. I'll throw this out there. This, this Roe v. Wade is what's going to is the same thing's going to happen to marijuana. The federal government's going to take their hands off it and say, "Hey, states, you regulate this shit." And marijuana being a Schedule One is fucking bullshit. I'll just yep. go out and say no shit. But another thing I wanted to talk about on abortion is people would, uh, if you just looked at my where I stand, you'd probably think I'm pro pro life. But I'm not. I'm pro-choice. But one thing I can't stand about pro-choice people is I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I have the moral high ground being pro-choice. What I'm going to tell you is is I don't fucking care if you kill your kid. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try to take some kind of moral high road. I'm just going to say it's none of my fucking business, man. Yeah. I don't want none of that to happen in my life, and that would be my choice. But not everybody's living my life, you I, know. But I can't stand the whole. You're on the moral high ground if you think taking a life is okay, you know, because it's how you can say that you're pro-choice and not at least see where the other side is coming from is just crazy to me. That's called being an adult. Yeah. An adult conversation means you're going to talk, I'm going to listen, I'm going to talk, you're going to listen. I'm going to try to see your point. Maybe we agree, maybe we don't. Yeah, and, you know, if if you have an abortion, it's probably one less motherfucker pumping his brakes at a green light, you know, in my day. True, but true. I can see why people are pro-life. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, I can see it, but I think my view on it is pro-choice most of the way. 
but I'm pro-life on another way. If you're out there, if you're a whore and you're out there just popping out kids left and right because you can't keep a dick out of your fucking, you know, crotch, and you just keep on shitting them out, shitting them out, shitting them out. Start swallowing. There's a problem. Well, one day our society... <laughs> and you just keep on aborting them. One, that's a problem. One day our society will be at a level where we could take Maybe they could put some kind of implant in or a pill every day that would keep you from getting pregnant. One day our society will be there and people will use that. You know, but, but it, you know, these... <laughs> you never these, know. I, yeah. these, these young girls that make mistakes and it's going to ruin their whole life, I'm for them. These girls that get molested, raped by their dads and they end up getting pregnant, I'm for them. You know, just women in general that get raped, you know, I'm for them. Yeah, anybody. But the ones that use a frequent flyer card and get stamps <laughs> yeah. on it, and then the thir- oh, the sixth one's on yeah, us. There's oh, a problem. Shit. Your local plan Parenthood knows you by name. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, but I understand what you're saying there too. And you'll have some people out there that'll be like, "Choice begins with the choice to make to to have sex." Well, you're gonna tell me that whenever if a girl is young and she has sex with a guy that she thinks loves her and this and that, and then whenever rubber hits the road, this dude ain't about it. It's a lifelong decision that she has to, to live with. Or So it's it's not a clean-cut thing, and you're not, you're not on the moral high ground if you're pro-life. I don't think either side should view it as being on the moral high ground. They should view it as their opinion of it. You're not you're not above anybody because you have an opinion on something that differs. If some if if, if people would word it like you just said it, I don't think there would be much of a problem. But if you've been listening to this podcast from the beginning, do you remember the first episode when we said uh, we're all going to voice our opinion on uh, public breastfeeding, and none of us said shit. Yeah, but <laughs> but I will tell you this: I thought about that too. Whenever we made fun of the breastfeeding thing, because uh, mm-hmm. you know one of my buddies at work, rec- you know, said we should do it. When you start making kids without a man, I'll shut the fuck up. Thank you. <laughs> That's just kind of the way I view it, and and like what I think about a lot with abortion too is, think about we could have uh, we could have never lived through the next Einstein. Mm-hmm. We could have because because great people don't most of the time actually do not come out of ideal situations when they're young. True, great people usually come out of adversity. Born, born through adversity. So yeah. if you've got, we're taking these people out that's going to experience adversity. What are we? What are we missing out on as a society whenever they're grown? And then the other side of that is is maybe we missed out on the next Hitler, the yeah. next Stalin. You know, I don't know. It's just a really deep conversation that everybody wants to be on the moral high ground on. And I think that it's just a conversation that needs to be had based on what each particular person is going through, not your opinion. Well, here's my conspiracy theory. So do you think this whole Roe versus Wade thing that got handed down from the Supreme Court is a stepping stone for here in the next few years? Over guns. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. How do we go from pussy and babies to guns and ammo? Well, now, I'm just, granted, I'm just I like, saying. I like all of those things. The conspiracy but, theorist in me says anytime, you know, like 
you see this happening. Like even people, this will never happen. It'll never well, happen. This is, I'm going to give you some. I'm gonna Y'all give, ain't taking my damn guns. I'm going to give everybody some advice <laughs> on laws. Do not let laws be passed that you're comfortable with because you like the people that are in charge right now. Because the next people that come in might not view the way you are and you give them the same powers that you gave the people that you agree with. True. And you're talking about, like I was reading this thing the other day, there was a guy in California trying to run a business and they had the COVID-19 laws and you can't do this and you can't do it. His business got fined $8,500 for playing music outside of their restaurant because the music was like upbeat and fast paced. And that was music that people could potentially gather and dance to. So he's, he, he ended up paying only $2,000 and they told him not to sue the, it was the health department that gave him the fucking fine for music. What that has to do with whether my hamburger fucking poisons me or not, I have no fucking idea. They have no business there. But they said, if you sue the health department, your business is going under, dude. So oh, No shit. So yeah. just, uh, <clears throat> but he ended up having to pay $2,000, but it was originally 8500 So if he wouldn't have fought it, he'd been out almost nine grand for playing music outside of his store. And that's the kind of shit starts happening whenever you just start, I'm so scared, I need somebody to take control of this situation. Here you go. Here's when you your give power. the government full autonomy over, over your shit. Yeah, and then and people, it gets to the level where the government is going to send people with guns to your house for not following what the fuck they want you to do. You know, that's the only reason I'm bringing that up is just because it seems like when a, a shooting happens, a school shooting or whatever, uh, once one happens, you got about four or five copycats, and then it goes away for. Maybe a, a year or so. Shit, nowadays then, a couple of months. Yeah, these and, and it just keeps on happening. And you've seen how fast they they did the gun law here in the last, what last week or week before last. It's going to keep on happening. Okay, let me ask you guys something. the The school shooting in Texas. Did you hear the this this supposed to be a poor kid that you know he come up in all this adversity and that's why he done it. Did you hear how much? He had like $25,000 worth of guns and ammo on him whenever he went into that school. Thank you. Where the fuck did this 18-year-old get that? No. I mean, he had top-of-the-line rifles and fucking... I mean, it's shit that I can't buy. Well, I I was talking to to some of the guys at work, and if if I sell drugs... Let's say I sell heroin, and I sell Mike heroin, and he dies. And Mike's family can prove, or the cops can prove, he bought that heroin for me. They charged me with second degree murder. Second degree murder. I mean, I'm held accountable. Right. Now, why the fuck are we not holding? Now, we got this whole big thing about uh, gun laws and rifles and background checks. And we need to have a gun that's registered. If a kid, 18, 19, 20 year old kid, goes in there and shoots up and kills a bunch of people. They pick up that rifle and it's registered to his uncle or his dad. Why ain't the dad held accountable for that shit? Well, I think it has happened a couple times, ain't it? I mean, he's gotten the, some big trouble. Not over. that I've heard of. I mean, the family's always like, "Oh, we knew he had some problems." Bitch, if you knew he had problems, why ain't you why ain't you lock up your fucking rifles? But I mean, it's like you said, where are these kids get forty? If you have a forty round clip in a Glock forty five, 
Where the fuck are you getting that? I mean, that's not something you can just buy on the street. But sidebar that for just one second. I want to back up to something Mike said earlier. He said in the uh, Roe v. Wade, at some point in time, the government is going to be like, all right, uh, if you're using your, your coochie for a check, do you remember our last election? Donald Trump or no Donald Trump, this ain't about him. But there were people in West Virginia, and I'm talking to you raggedy, regnet motherfuckers in West Virginia, who were all about voting for for whoever your candidate was. At, at the time, it wasn't Donald Trump. Because he was uh, saying something in, in along the lines of uh, state assistance should be regulated. It should be regulated by uh, state assistance is a hand up, not a hand out. I remember this fucking speech. He said it. And I agreed with him, and, and some people got mad at me. State assistance is a hand up, not a hand out. Yeah, man. If you're, you're continuing to have kids that you know you can't take care of. You're not supposed My dad, and we ended up living on it for a while because he mm-hmm. got sick, but he would tell me whenever we were, he would be like, this is supposed to put me on my feet, put you not make feet. me walk. Yeah. You yeah. know. But you and I both know there are people out there right now who are abusing the state system. I pay Social Security out of my check. They're saying that when I get old enough, there'll be no Social Security because you raggedy, redneck motherfuckers won't get a job. (laughs) I feel like right now, this Roe v. Wade decision should speak directly to that. I think that you as a person, me as an individual, if the state is already assisting me, that's one, my uh, wife, that's two, and we got three kids that we're not taking care of because state's taking care of them. That's five people. That's all you should be able to fucking have. If you have another fucking kid, we should be able to, I ain't going to say forcefully or chemically castrate you, but we ain't supporting that motherfucker. You're on your own. And I guarantee when I tell you you're on your own for that kid, the motherfucker will yeah, disappear. We'll let you keep fucking, but it's time to take responsibility. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Somebody needs to say that. If you're getting a state check, and you can't pass a drug test, poof. It's gone. Gone, man. Somebody needs to do the right thing in government. Shane said it. Don't vote for the guy just because you like him. Vote for a motherfucker that's going to do the right thing. Or don't. Don't vote for a motherfucker neither because you watch the goddamn news because they are fucking lying to everybody. Everybody. The news is goddamn lying to everybody. Everybody. I mean, it's obvious. It's painfully obvious. I I used to be like, I would flip back and forth just so I could hear the lies from both sides. And then it's to the point now where it's so far-fetched. It's it's an opinion-based news agency on both sides there is no facts there is no news like when we grew up they told you what was going on in the world that day and the next day it was totally something different it's straight up opinions 24 7 i'm good bub we're taking a beer break guys but it's i mean you gotta think too like i remember when like tucker carlson first started on fox news and everybody was like, oh, man, he's he's awesome. He tells him, dude, have you watched him lately? Nah, man, I told he, you I ain't watched him. He's so like goddamn far-fetched that he's, like, on the borderlines of well, fucking man, but crazy. Do you know why? Do you know why it's so far-fetched, though? That's what everybody's fucking gobbling up. Even the people that fucking hate you help you if they're sharing your shit, man. 
You know, that's I thought about getting on here and just saying a bunch of fucked up shit to get. Uh, just for the record, when I when I was in Miami for those uh a couple weeks ago, I, that's all I'm gonna say. I did a like try not to get sued podcast. Wherever you go on vacation this summer, log into our shit and like it in that area where you are. Yeah, it's hard pills to swallow, but most of my friends suck. They suck at liking it, but I still love them and shit. But it's true. All right. So we talked about guns and shit, so let's talk about what happened in Beckley. Ha! Ooh! <laughs> Just, Listen. And uh, I think our first, uh, the first to cover was uh, an affiliate of the show. Former affiliate of the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you haven't logged on and liked the sleazy news page in, in Beckley, it's our correspondent. <laughs> because as I understand it, uh, the sleazy news in Raleigh County is about to branch out. It's getting big. Uh, but with that being said, uh, this has brought about the, uh, a couple points that, that I'd like to bring to the forefront. One of those points is, uh, mental illness. Mental illness is a real thing, but is mental illness an excuse to just fuck up? Yeah. Or, uh, see, that's what people say. It's obviously is mental ill is obviously, but. When somebody who is mental mentally ill has a nine in your face, yeah, what you should do, their man? mental illness sh- should it be okay to to affect my life? It's their illness. Though. Granted, if they've got COVID, for instance, that's an illness, and they shouldn't be all up in my face coughing and my shit. I should be able to push them away. Hey, keep keep your distance. Man, I can tell you one thing that I don't like about the way the law treats mental illness is that I'm not talking about somebody that's armed like that dude was, pointing, waving a gun around. He got shot, man. And that sucks because somebody lost their life. But he was waving a gun around in like, looked like nine or ten cops' face, and he got shot. He got shot. But I will say that the way the court systems do, when mentally ill goes into the criminal sect, and uh, our prisons have become a a way of us housing the mentally ill instead of helping them. Thank you. So we're housing the mentally ill in prisons, and we're also somebody that's obviously struggling with this mental illness that is not getting help because they're on the streets or whatever. Usually whenever they start figuring out that they're mentally ill is when they get busted by the cops. So when they get busted by the cops, they're fighting the cops. They're trying to, they don't want took, you know, and then they get put on medicine and they straighten out. And they start doing pretty decent. I've seen it with my own eyes, you know. Yeah, but yeah. these people that were mentally ill at the time end up with a with a levy of fines and shit, and then a record. And those fines, your fine, the fines make it to where they can't get a license and shit. So if somebody's struggling from mental illness, is really the right decision to find the shit out of them to where they can't function whenever they get right. If you're in, and I'm gonna say it, if you're in prison right now, and the child support is continuing to run, you've paid your debt to society, you get out of prison, but you can't do anything. You can't yep. have a driver's license. You can't get a job because child support is gonna bust your ass. Yeah, gonna and you're gonna go you right back to prison. It's a cycle. We just had a yeah, guy. Well, the states make a lot of money off of prisoners, whether people want to admit well, it or not. We just hired a guy at work. You know, he's all tatted up like I am, and he's like, he. I remember he told my boss, he said, if you hire me, he's like, I'll, he's like, I'll, 
you know, I'll do the best I can. And, you know, well, they hired him. He worked there for about two weeks. Great worker. Showed up. Dude was a machine. And then I was out sick. And I come back and he's gone. And they tell me his background check failed because he had went to jail for a felony. And the dude was nothing but nice to me as his boss. And he came to work every day and busted his ass. And to the point, I mean, I get why they do some of the felons. I get it. If you have a violent past and stuff like that, I get it. But if you got caught doing something fucked up years ago and you yeah, paid uh, your debt and then you come back and you can't even get you yeah. can't even get ahead. Now I'm leaving out violent crimes and fucking with kids. Yeah. That's where I'm drawing the lines at. But these people with non-violent felonies, why does that felony have to be a life sentence, man? Mm-hmm. You know, True. if you're going True. to rehabilitate somebody, you can't, re- you cannot put them in. I don't blame a system, and then they can't. They I don't can't blame get a the job. system for that. I blame the companies who are doing the hiring for that. Because granted, yes, it's a violent felony, and you disclose it. But if you disclose the felony, and you you tell your employer at the interview, I shot and killed somebody and I did 15 years for it, I'm trying to get a job. Why should the employer hold that against you? But they do. Oh, well, yeah. See, like, like well, well of, not now because you can't find nobody to get a fucking job. Everybody's on fucking assistance. See, the kind of crime I'm talking about, like, taking more lightly is like a, uh, a uh, you know, grand theft. Yeah. Something like that, you know. Whereas I can see... A violent crime being thought of differently than a theft. I don't like neither, and I don't want neither to happen to me, but I can see why they could be thought of differently. But if we're rehabilitating people and then sending them back out in a society where they can't fucking work, they're going to reoffend. Exactly, and it's, it sets them up to fail. You could take you, Brian, me, the people listening. You've done something fucked up in your past, I guarantee it. Every fucking one of us. You don't know my life. We just didn't get caught. Right. (laughs) That is my philosophy every day I go to work. Every day I go to work. But side, side, I mean, forget about that. Let's get right back where this dude that was in Beckley, the first thing that was said was the cops shot him too many times. It was an overkill. (laughs) Well, let, let me say this to you. You can't tell me that I did my job and I did it well, but I did it too hard. Well, listen, I did it too well. It's like this. They've got, there's one guy with the one bad guy with, viewed as the bad guy with the gun and nine of your buddies standing there. Everybody's got their guns out. Your one guy pulled the trigger. One cop pulled the trigger. Eight other cops heard a gunshot. Exactly. They didn't That's know. What happened. Exactly. They That's what happened. They didn't know whose gunshot or nothing. They were just like, I ain't dying. Well, that, that, and if you watch the video and stuff, because, you know, there is a video. um, I have a feeling a lot of them officers didn't want him coming to the exit ramp of the mall, trying to get one in one of them cars that was filming. And he was already in a stolen truck, right? Right. You know, and so, and then also, like, if they hadn't have blasted his ass when they did, and they let him walk on across the intersection and say... The really close video that we seen, where you could see the dashboard in the vehicle and you stuff. You couldn't have got a clear shot at him but without what hurting if, somebody else. What if he would have walked up to that car and clipped that woman yeah, that yeah. was recording? Then 
the cops are at fault for not stopping this motherfucker yeah, exactly. from hurting an innocent person. Way. Yeah, they're fucked. So I think the guy, I guarantee you that it was probably said between them cops probably a hundred or more times to drop the fucking gun. Oh, yeah. You know, and he yeah. didn't drop the gun, and apparently one of the cops thought it was pointing at him, pulled the trigger, and then it it's not overkill because if nine people fire twice, a lot of goddamn bullets, man. Well, it's like if you were out in the middle of Alaska and a fucking grizzly bear is about to attack you, you you're going to shoot it once and hope for the best, or you're going to unload the entire clip in his ass. Gotcha. It's ain't a Michael Myers movie, bitch. I'm unloading. I, I might double tap your ass. But I will say this. I am so glad. I am so glad that no one has turned this into a racial issue yet. Oh, dude, I did see one. I did see one comment really, on Facebook. Really, there's always listen, a bitch in the crowd. Listen. God <laughs> damn. Listen, there was a little, like, for about 10 minutes while I was at work, there was a rumor that this guy was alive, that he lived through that, that he was alive at the hospital. <laughs> right? I shouldn't laugh so loud. My bad. <laughs> no, it's all good. But there was a rumor that this dude was still alive in the hospital. I'm reading down through the comments, and this black chick commented. And she said, if, that, if he was black, They'd have made damn sure he was dead. And I was like, yeah, they took it easy on him. Yeah, they took it <laughs> they easy took on it him. Easy on shit. Like, Did you see this motherfucker get shot, bounce up off the pavement and go back down? Well, yeah, they took it easy on him. The last few right. shots that hit him was in the head. Yeah. Yeah, that one I mean, slid his head completely around. Yeah. Um, uh, craziness, man. But uh tend to take it easier on white dudes. Yeah, know? they do. Yeah. yeah. Th- this was not a, a, a racial mot- racially motivated killing. Dude this dude gun, was fucking man. dumb. And, and if you want to be honest about it, I feel like they gave him more chances. Because like you said, Shane, there was eight fucking cops telling this dude, put the gun down. Drop it. Get on the fl- get on the ground. Put your hands up. Well, we live in a state now, too, that honestly, if you listen to our podcast and you're not from here, you know, the majority of the crime in cities is usually, you know, they play it out to be the black community. Here, it's the opposite. The opposite. Most of them's white and on meth. Yeah, Period. Yeah, yeah our, that's true. Uh, yeah, our crime levels is disproportionately white. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about no it. No doubt about it. Yeah. But I'll, I'll say this. People, uh, people seem to think that Beckley is one of these... Mayberry ass community. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't understand. You don't know how close that we are. The officers here in Beckley. I wish I knew a young uh, city officer that'd be willing to come on this show. If you want to come on the show, contact me because I'm telling you right now, the young officers here in Beckley are scared out of their fucking minds. Every call they get, they think they're about to die. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I'm bad. wrong, if you're an un- if you're a young officer and I'm wrong, come holler at your boy. I'll put you on. I'll give you a mic. You can voice your whole opinion. We, we can talk about it or debate it. If not, Dude, that's I, how I feel. I seen it getting bad back in, you know, when I was a kid and stuff growing up here. There was, you could go anywhere and not have to worry about nothing. But now, about 08, 09, it started getting it a tip bad. It wasn't like it is now. Well, it's I'd... horrible. But I went to New York City when Giuliani was running New York. I felt safer in fucking New York in 08 than I did here in Beckley. Well, I like I got a 14-year-old getting ready to be 15, and he asks me, hey, you care if I walk up the streets? Fuck yeah, I care. 
Yeah, you're staying right <laughs> here. Shit, like, and you're goddamn right. Like, listen, the playground right up the road got ripped out because of goddamn needles. You know, they couldn't yeah. keep the fucking needles off the playground. So, uh, nah, man, I want you right here where I got my thumb on you. Yeah. yeah. You got your whole life to be whatever you Long want. were the days you could wake up in nine and your parents tell you be back when the streetlights exactly. came on. Exactly. Yeah, it's over. Exactly. It's over. And we'd walk everywhere, man. Everywhere. everywhere. Walking, bicycles. What? I mean, shit. Yeah, it's definitely different now. All right, that was our show tonight. Hope you liked it. If you didn't, ain't much I can do for you. We are who we are. But check out our Facebook page. Try not to get sued. Email us with input. Try not to get sued at Gmail. And if you want to come on the show, reach out to us at uh, our Facebook. And it's try not to get sued as well. But thanks for listening. If you listened, like and share.